0: If you're anything like me, the new year feels like a fresh start, a blank slate, a new chance to go after those big audacious goals for our lives and our business. But... If 2020 taught us anything, it's that our plans need to be adaptable and adjustable, and we need to build into our entire way of running our business the opportunity to adapt and adjust, to be flexible while still getting the results that we're looking for. That's why I absolutely love running my quarter through 90-day plans. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do you actually dig in and start creating 90-day plans for your business? Are you ready to grow from solopreneur to CEO? You're in the right place. I'm your host, Rachel Cook, and I've spent the last decade helping women entrepreneurs start and scale service-based businesses. If you're serious about building a sustainable business, it's time to put the strategy, systems, and support in place to make it happen. Join me each week for candid conversations about stepping into your role as CEO, the hard lessons learned along the way, and practical, profitable strategies to grow a sustainable business without the hustle and burnout. Hey there, welcome back to Promote Yourself to CEO. I am so excited for this new year. It truly does feel like a fresh start after the very challenging year that I know we have all had. And as I was sitting down to figure out how did I wanna kick off this fresh year on the Promote Yourself to CEO podcast, I thought, you know what? Something that could be really helpful isn't just talking about setting goals because we've already talked a bit in the Plan Your Best Year Ever series around goal setting. What I wanna talk about are the things that we need to do in order to make sure that those goals become a reality. How do we turn those big goals into action plans? And how do we turn those action plans into things that we're actually checking off and completing every quarter, every month, every week, every day? There are some strategies that I have been using behind the scenes for years. This is why we created the CEO Retreat, why we created the CEO Planner. And as I've been teaching more and more of my own clients about how we use this 90-day operating system in our business, the results have been incredible. So that's what we're diving into this month. We are going to talk about how do we actually run our business like a CEO? How do we make sure that we're not just setting big goals, but we're building in the accountability, we're building in the feedback loops to make sure that we can achieve those goals. So if you are listening to the podcast and this series is really helpful for you, I want to encourage you to communicate with me. Make sure you are heading over to Instagram, taking a picture of you listening to the podcast, tag me at rachel.cook. I want to hear from you how this makes an impact for you and your business. Okay, so let's start out this episode by talking about why 90 day plans Because entrepreneurs love big, we love setting big, ambitious goals for ourselves. And it's really easy for us to be thinking about what is it that we want to do within the next year, or three years or five years but that can become really overwhelming really quickly because one it's just a really long time frame and there are often so many steps involved with those big audacious goals that it can lead to us feeling overwhelmed it can lead to us feeling like we can't start or a feeling of procrastination because we start to believe we have all the time in the world we'll just figure it out later when there's such a long time frame it's very hard for us to break that down into manageable chunks. And that's why we need to have a process that becomes part of our operations in our business. 90 days is short enough for us to stay focused, but long enough to achieve substantial progress towards a big goal. It's just the right amount of time. And once you stack these 90-day plans up against each other, You can see incredible momentum in your business. You can see more consistency in your business. So 90-day planning really allows us to break down our big annual goals, our big goals for 2021 into more manageable chunks. It allows us to be more agile and more flexible so that we can adapt and adjust as needed. And if we learned anything from last year, it's that Things can change very quickly. And if we don't have these shorter time frames that we're focused on, it can be really hard for us to get back on track. It just starts to feel so hard like we're trying to turn a massive ship instead of being on a little more nimble speedboat, right? So we want to make sure that we're working within time frames where we can adjust more easily. So when you use 90-day planning, and again, you build it into like the DNA of your business, you build it into the operations, the way your business works, you're really able to move faster, you're able to build more momentum, and you're able to do that without compromising your overall strategy because you're less likely to veer off course. You're putting a system in place that really provides guardrails for your business. It helps you to stay focused instead of getting pulled off, looking at different shiny objects or letting new ideas distract you from where you're ultimately trying to go. So a great example of this is if you are somebody who sat down and you're like, oh, my big goal for this year is to create a brand new signature program and it's going to be an online course or an online coaching program. This is awesome. I'm working with so many of my CEOs inside of the collective on making this transition from only offering one-to-one services to starting to build out these other more leveraged offers in their business. But the thing is, there's so much that goes into creating an online course that it can paralyze people. It can absolutely paralyze them because once they look at all the steps that go into it, it's starts to feel overwhelming. There's the planning of the content, there's the creating the content for the program, then you've got to actually put it out there, you've got to do the marketing, and then you've got to start getting sales in order to get clients into the program. And then you've got to deliver that program. And if you're somebody who is already running a business, you're servicing clients, you're still running the day to day of your business, you have a lot going on, Trying to get a brand new offer off the ground can just feel like such a massive undertaking. And this is why I end up talking to so many entrepreneurs who are like, yeah, I've been wanting to create an online course for years or I've been wanting to write a book for years or I've been wanting to create my podcast for years. It just, they're sitting there feeling completely overwhelmed at how much goes into getting one of those projects off the ground. That's why we help people chunk this down into more manageable 90-day chunks. And I think this is especially important if you are running a business and you can't just press pause on everything in order to make one of these goals happen. And it often feels like if you were to listen to people out there in the online space that they're like, yeah, you can create a brand new offer in 30 days or 60 days. And I'm like, uh, you could, but what about taking care of your clients or still making sales or continuing your marketing? Like, How do you have the bandwidth for all of those things? A lot of us don't. And that's why we feel defeated before we even start. So we have to chunk it down and start thinking about How can we break these big goals out into more manageable chunks that actually fit the bandwidth that we have, the time and the energy and the resources that we have to dedicate towards achieving that specific goal? This is hard when you're starting something from scratch when you're going after a goal that you have never gone after before. Because you don't always know what it's going to take in order to achieve it. You don't always know how long it's going to take you to do that thing. So we're kind of making our best estimated guess. And this is where working with somebody who's been there, done that can be such a huge leg up for you because they can give you insight into how long it could actually take in order to create that thing, in order to achieve that goal. And they can help you plan out exactly what needs to happen in order to make that goal a reality. So with our clients inside of the CEO Collective, as we get to know them, we get to know what's going on in their business, we can help them break these goals down into quarterly goals that ultimately at the end of the year allow them to have the end goal for the year, which might be creating and launching their very first online course. So it could look like Q1, the first 90 days, they're going to do all of the research and planning for their online course. They're actually going to interview their clients. They're going to run some surveys. They're going to do some customer research and make sure they understand what people actually want. And they're going to map out the content that they want to have in the course. They're going to map out their overall curriculum and figure out what is going to go into this thing. Then Q2 is actually creating the course. So putting together all of the content, putting together the worksheets, putting together the scripts, recording the videos, putting it all together in whatever the delivery mechanism is going to be. Then Q3, it might look like ramping up their marketing and launching the course. And then Q4 is delivering the course to those brand new clients. So this might seem like, gosh, it really takes that long in order to create this. (laughs) This example, maybe someone could move faster. That's a thing. Like, sure, if you wanted to launch the course, just launch it right away, launch your idea, see who will buy it, and then build the program as you are delivering it to new clients. That's totally an option. That's how I built my very first course and launched it in three months focused on marketing and launching, and then I built it as I was delivering it. I would have to say though, that can be a very exhausting way to approach this. So we would have to determine what makes the most sense for you and how you're wired and what is actually gonna work again within the bandwidth that you have available within your time and energy and resources. So for many entrepreneurs, I always keep this in mind. They're going after these big goals and they're still running the day-to-day of their businesses, servicing existing clients, et cetera. So we have to make sure we're breaking things down and making it more manageable so that it fits within the scope of everything else you've got going on in your business. So let's walk through what you wanna think about as you're creating your first 90-day plan. And I'm literally, I have my CEO planner in front of me. I'm gonna walk through the process with you so that you can do this for yourself. And of course, if you don't have a CEO planner, go grab one. We have them available on the website. We know that our clients who use this see incredible results. And this really helps you to get your plan down, but also gives you the ongoing self-accountability tools in it to stick to that plan. Okay. So the first thing that we do when we're mapping out our 90-day goals is we're looking at our 12-month goals. We want to make sure we're having that clear picture of what we're trying to accomplish within a one-year time frame. And then we're going to chunk it down. So one thing I want to make really clear as we're talking about 12-month goals is I don't want you to be just thinking about your revenue goal. And this is where I see a lot of people struggling in the implementation is because their goals are set around things that are kind of aspirational, like I want to make six figures in revenue in my business this year, or I want to have 10,000 Instagram followers. These things are great, but they're not actually checkoffable. So we aren't committing to anything if that's how you're writing down your goals. So we wanna have an idea of the revenue amount you want. We wanna break that down just like we did in the Best Year Ever Challenge to figure out like how many clients do you need in order to hit that revenue goal? All of those things are really helpful. But when I'm doing my planning, for my business, I sit down and think about what are the action steps I need to take in order to move the needle in my business. I'm setting goals based on checkoffable action steps. These goals are based on the systems you're putting in place in your business that ultimately will allow you to hit that revenue goal. But they're really about committing to the actions you're gonna take. Okay, So I recommend starting when you're setting your goals for the year, start not with all the creative ideas you wanna do, because I know you have them. I do too. (laughs) But I want you to start by looking over your marketing and your sales strategy. And until you have put a system in place or you have people on your team who are actually taking over that particular part of the strategy, you really wanna make sure you're committing in your goals every year, every quarter, to taking action for each of these areas. So let's walk through this. If you've listened to me for a while, then you have heard me talk about my five-part marketing strategy. This will make such a massive difference in your business if consistency, if predictable profits is what you're looking for. Focusing on the action steps you're gonna take in each of these areas, I promise will make a massive impact for you. So first part of this process is attract. What are you doing to get your business in front of brand new people? People who don't know who you are, who don't know you, don't know your brand, don't know your offers. These are people who are brand new. So there's really three core ways we can do this. We can focus on search engine optimization so that when they're typing in Google or YouTube or whatever, your content or your information comes up. Search is great. It's great long-term and it does take a while for it to see results. Search is not the fastest way to get people into your business. The next is what I call other people's audiences, OPA. Other people's audiences could be going to networking events. This could be guest teaching in someone else's program, going and being a speaker at someone else's events, getting interviewed, being in the media, getting referrals. All of these are getting in front of other people's audiences to introduce you to their audience. This is my favorite. It's something that, again, it takes time in order to see the results from it, but It does lend itself well if you are somebody who is wanting to be known as an expert, because it gives you a great opportunity to build that credibility and trust with people. The final attract strategy that I focus on is advertising. Now, this is the only one that's paid. The other two are mostly your time and your energy, again, unless you're paying somebody to implement them for you. But ads can be a very fast way to get in front of brand new people. But of course it costs money and it does take time and energy to really fine tune how that can work for you. So every year you want to think about like, what is my core attract strategy? You don't need to do all three. And in fact, if you're just getting started and you don't have systems for any of them, I would say just pick one that you're really going to focus on for the year. And then you're going to break that down into quarterly goals. The next part of this marketing strategy is engaged. This is once people find you, let's say they heard you on a podcast interview, they're now going to check you out on your website and you are going to offer them some sort of irresistible free offer in order to get their contact information, their email address usually. So now you can build that relationship. So now you can nurture them. This is kind of the first mini commitment, micro commitment from those brand new people as they're walking closer towards your business. This is where we're actually getting them, you know, raising their hand and saying, hey, I want to continue hearing from you. I want to know a little bit more about what you have to offer. So when you're setting your engage goals, this could look like if you don't have the system in place, this might mean, oh, I need to come up with a freebie, preferably a high quality freebie. Don't just put out a really crappy checklist. We want to make sure that it's something that's super useful for people that they want that will really help them see how you could potentially solve that problem for them. So we'd want to think about if you don't have a freebie in place, if you don't have it created yet, that might be a big goal for you is to create that if you already have one, it's about okay, how many people do I want to get opting into that signing up for that. And if you aren't running that type of business, maybe you're more of a referral based business, or you're looking for requests for proposals or requests for consults, that is what you would be tracking in the engage stage until it is absolutely automated. The system is so rinse and repeat, you don't have to think about it. You want to be thinking about how many requests for proposal am I trying to get each month, each quarter, each year in order to achieve my overall goals. The next step is nurture. This is what most of us think of as marketing. So when I hear people who are like, okay, I'm showing up on social media five days a week, I'm sending out a newsletter, like that's all nurture marketing, super valuable. Now, nurture marketing is super important to your business, but I really want you to keep in mind that this is what's going out to people who already know who you are. At this stage, you're really helping them make that decision, whether or not you are the person that they want to work with, whether or not you're the person they want to hire. So this is not the same as attract. Attract is brand new people who don't know who you are. Nurture is people who know who you are. So we want to make sure that we have a plan that allows us to show up not only consistently for them which is really important, but also strategically, because just going live on Instagram multiple times a week without any game plan about what you're talking about or the purpose of that content is not ultimately going to help you achieve your goals and turn those people watching into paying clients. So we have to have a real strategy here for what we're doing. Next part of the process is invite. This is, of course, making the ask, inviting people to become paying clients. Yes, you want goals around when and how you are inviting people so that, again, you know exactly what your action items are going to do in order to get that result. And then finally, delight. Delight is the unsung hero of marketing. This is how we get referrals. This is how we get rave reviews. This is how we get repeat business. We want to make sure we are making it a priority to deliver not just what we promised, but an incredible customer experience. We want to think about how can we make this experience something that is buzzworthy, something that people will actually go out in the world and talk about with their friends or with their family. We want to, again, have a action plan for how we're going to delight our clients. So I think about this when I'm setting my 12-month goals. And again, until you have a strategy in place or you have somebody on your team who is handling one of those things, you need to be making goals around those. And the goal could be this year, I'm going to put the systems in place for all of these things so I can reduce my focus on these things and now bring on some other creative projects. That's great. But until you have those and they're rinse and repeatable, that is going to be a priority. The next thing I think about as we're looking at our 12 months and then breaking it down into 90 days is we have to think about process versus project goals. So a lot of times we'll say, okay, I have a goal of producing my weekly show, Promote Yourself to CEO, and I wanna put out 52 episodes a year. So that's a weekly episode all year long. That is a process. It's an ongoing process. And it makes it really easy for me to chunk that down into 90 days. Because I know if I'm going after 52 episodes a year, that means 13 episodes every 90 days. It's a process. It's checkoffable. Every single quarter, I'm going to have a goal line that says, record 13 episodes to Promote Yourself to CEO. Sometimes though, you will have project goals. And this is kind of similar to when we were talking about the goal of creating your online course. You might have a bigger picture goal and you're chunking it down into small portions where once you're done with that section, you don't have to repeat it again. One thing I'm working on going into this year is writing my book. This was a goal I had to put on pause last year because of all that was going on in the world, but that's a project goal. So my annual goal for getting this book completed could be write a chapter every single month. And if I get to the end of the year, that gives me 12 chapters of my book. So you can see how that can also help you break down your goals. If you're looking at your annual goals and it is a ongoing process in order to hit the annual goal, your quarters are going to look very rinse and repeat. But if you're doing more creative projects or something that's like a one-time project, you might have these smaller one-time project goals in your 90-day plan. So once you've documented your 90-day goals, then we want to take the time to brainstorm all the action steps that go into making that goal happen. And this is something that, again, the more you do this, the more systematized your business becomes, the more experience you have doing these things in your business, the faster and easier it's going to get. That's why right now I can sit down and I don't even have to brainstorm what goes into producing 13 episodes of Promote Yourself to CEO every single quarter. I just do it. Like we already have the process. It's so rinse and repeat. But if you're doing something for the very first time, if there's a new thing you're trying to do then you need to ask yourself as you're trying to figure out all these action steps, you need to ask yourself some questions. So first you might ask yourself, what support do I need? Is this something that I know how to do? Do I need to hire someone to do this for me? Or do I need to hire someone to teach me how to do it, to coach me through how to do it, to just do the thing for me? Do I need training around how to achieve this goal? do I need a specific tool or technology to achieve this goal? What habits do I need? What do I need to put in place in order to make sure I have time to achieve this goal? What systems or processes do I need? Asking yourself these questions can really help you make sure you don't run into challenges as you're working through your action plan because you really thought about like all the angles of how to figure out the exact action steps. And honestly, this is where working with somebody can make such a massive impact. This is why our clients inside of the CEO collective get such amazing momentum going in their business. It's because they don't have to figure out the answers to all the action steps on their own for a lot of the new goals they're going after. We already have the system and the checklist and a breakdown of step-by-step what goes into doing the thing they want to do. So it really accelerates this process for them. But for each goal, I literally sit down and brainstorm, what are all the action steps we need to do? I brainstorm first and edit second. Okay, I think that's really important. Because sometimes we brainstorm everything we want to do in that goal. And if we try to edit at the same time, we'll kind of self-sabotage ourselves. So edit second, go ahead and put it all in there. And then as you're getting ready to do the editing process, we can start by breaking down all of those action steps into what I call your 30, 60, 90. So your 30, 60, 90 is how we start chunking out all of these action steps for every single goal into a timeline, we start to be able to figure out like, what are the deadlines going to be for each and every one of these action steps. So we want to take the goal that you've brainstormed all the action steps, and now split it out over the next 90 days. So before I start splitting out all of the action steps, I'm going to ask myself some questions. Because We have to make sure, again, each time we're going after these 90-day goals, we're also taking care of the other things that need to happen in our business because we still need to do the marketing, we still need to make the sales, we still need to service our clients, we still need to keep the business running. So this is where we can begin to ask ourselves some questions and fine-tune how we're going to achieve these goals. And the CEO planner, it makes it a lot easier because we actually have everything mapped out. So it's really easy for you to start plugging these things right into your planner. So the first question I ask myself at the beginning of every quarter is what time off do you need? And I know that for so many of us, we have spent so much time over the last year kind of working from home and living at work that we start to be like, "Well, does it even matter? I don't really need time off. I'm not doing anything. Every day feels like groundhog day." Yes, you need time off. You still need time to mentally like put your business to the side and focus on the rest of your life. I promise it is so worth it. It has been shown to boost creativity. It increases your focus. You need time off, even if you're not going anywhere. So make sure you're blocking out into your calendar what are the times you want to take off? Do you want to take long weekends? Do you want to have half days somewhere? Do you have birthdays you want to take off? Are you going to have a staycation or a vacation if you're actually able to go somewhere? Are there specific holidays you're celebrating? Plug those into your calendar in advance. I will sometimes just take times on my calendar where I will block time out and even if I know I'm not gonna go anywhere because I know that I'll need the mental break. And this helps me plan and it helps me make sure that I'm kind of building in some buffer for myself for the quarter ahead. The next thing I think about for every single month is what am I selling this month? Now, one thing I've heard from a lot of people is, well, I'm selling the same thing every single month. Great, what are you doing to sell that every single month? Are you doing the same thing again and again and again? Cool. We want to write that down because the more we write this down and have it in front of us, the more consistent we're going to be in actually following through on those action steps. But if you're offering something different every month, you just want to sit down and think, what am I selling? How am I doing that? What is going into that process? What are the action steps I need to do in order to sell this particular thing? And every month you really want to be promoting something. Now, sometimes I hear from people that say, well, I don't wanna sell something every single month. That's fine if you decide you don't wanna sell something every single month. Maybe your business has really long-term contracts or you only need a few clients. Then you still want to be focused on this next part, which is the marketing. What are you doing for your attract marketing every single month? What is your action items there? What are you doing for your engage marketing every single month? And then what are you doing for your nurture marketing every single month? So when I go through my CEO planner and I've mapped out my next 30 days, my next 90 days, my next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, then I can look in one page and see exactly what the priorities are in my business in order to make sure that we're consistently attracting, engaging and nurturing new potential clients, inviting people to become clients and taking care of them. And once I've mapped all those things out, then I can go back to my goals and say, is there anything else that I'm working on that wasn't already answered in either the offering, the marketing strategies, that I wanna make sure I'm making like a milestone check-in? Like what are the things I wanna get done? So I plug those into my 30, 60, 90 as well. This is a great way to chunk down those big creative goals even more. So for example, with my book writing that I'm focused on, if my goal is to write three chapters in three months, then my first 30 days will be write chapter one. (laughs) My next 60 days will be write chapter two. My next 90 days will be write chapter three. That becomes my little milestone check-ins. Am I on track to achieve this goal? If you are working on a creative project, like creating a course, and maybe you've decided for this first quarter, you're going to do all the research, you're going to do all the client research, you're going to do some interviews, you're going to start mapping out your content, all of that, maybe you decide your first 30 days is to interview people and do some surveys and do some customer research to make sure you're on track with the right idea for your course Maybe the next 60 days is to start going through all that research and pull out the themes and kind of map out the key topics that you want to focus on. And then by the time you get to 90 days, you have the momentum to sit down and actually flesh out that entire curriculum and start putting together the slide decks for your course. These little milestones really help you to stay accountable to moving forward and achieving those 90 day goals. So once you've gone through this process, you really have everything you need to put together your 90 day plan. Now I know I tend to be a pen to paper gal, that is why I have a planner. (laughs) And I have to make sure that I take my planner and my post-it notes and my calendar, and I actually put it into our project management system. And this is really the final step of getting your 90 day plan together. You want to make sure, especially if you are working with anyone on your team, if you have an assistant, if you have an OBM, if you have an operations manager, if you have people doing your marketing with you, like all of these things that you have now written down and documented, you want to make sure it's in a system where you can assign tasks to different people on your team, you can put deadlines on each task, you can give them whatever they need in order to do the thing you're asking them to do. You want to make sure that it's actually put in a place where it's going to be easy to implement. Okay, so that is the basics of creating a 90 day plan. That's really it. There's no magic to this. I think the biggest part that surprises people when we walk through this is when I get them focused not on the aspirational goals of, I wanna make this much revenue, but instead get focused on the checkoffable goals, committing to the action steps that align with their overall strategy. Because when we can get consistently implementing those specific things, that's when we get to the consistent clients. That's when we get to the consistent cash flow, because we're committing to the exact action steps that will put that strategy into play. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to hear from you. First, if you haven't left a review for Promote Yourself to CEO, this month, I am going to run a contest. Every person who leaves a review for Promote Yourself to CEO will be entered, and you will be entered to win a year's supply of the CEO planner. That's right, we will send you four 90 day planners so that you can actually implement what I am sharing with you on the podcast. All you have to do to enter is go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review for Promote Yourself to CEO. I will be accepting everybody who leaves a rating and review through the end of January 2021. And we will pull out a winner at the beginning of February and notify you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, I hope you stay tuned. Next episode, we are going to talk about how do we break this down even more and now run our month like a CEO ultimately how we can stay accountable to this 90 day plan that we've created.